0: This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Tuesday, May 9th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. A reminder, Skywatch TV's virtual conference, One World Rising, is on right now, which means you get instant access in full HD to two dozen cutting-edge presentations, plus, as a free bonus, all six Skywatch films, investigative, uh, investigative documentaries. We'll tell you how to do that before the end of this program. Topic number five today, Zelensky and BlackRock. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky met with management representatives from the investment firm BlackRock in Kiev last week, discussing the formation of a massive fund to reconstruct the war-torn country. He met with Philip Hildebrand, vice chairman of BlackRock. Zelensky said Friday that the sit-down will send a strong signal of strengthening the investment climate. That's really what this is all about bankers profiting from the reconstruction of a country that the American taxpayer has paid to uh, support through this long war, this uh, more than one-year-old war with Russia. BlackRock is the infamous investment firm backing the controversial ESG scheme, environmental social governance, that's often likened to a Chinese social credit score. BlackRock says the company's agreed to provide support for Ukraine's development fund, and it's no wonder the World Bank has estimated the cost of rebuilding Ukraine at somewhere north of $750 billion. So the American taxpayers pumped in about $110 billion so far. When you add that to what our European partners have supplied and the $750 billion it'll take to rebuild the country, there's about a trillion dollars worth of uh, money to be made it seems, in Ukraine and BlackRock with $8 trillion under management is there to snap it up. This is how the bankers are viewing the situation in Ukraine right now. It's despicable. Topic number four, California Dreamin'. Speaking of despicable, reparations for black residents in California forecast to cost about $800 billion, which is more than twice the cost of the annual state budget of California. But there are some activists who say that even that isn't enough. On Saturday night, the task force approved the uh, reparations task force approved recommendations for payments, which are due to uh, be delivered to the state legislature by July 1st. The nine-member task force called on lawmakers to make a formal apology for slavery and also requested that those eligible receive cash down payments. The task force assembled two years ago in the wake of the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, California, the first state to assemble a reparations task force, As I said the other day, as with its scheme to ban diesel engines in heavy-duty trucks, being the first to come up with an idea doesn't necessarily mean that you're forward-thinking. It may just mean that you're adopting an idea that other people have rejected because it's uh, (laughs) unwise, shall we say. Anyway, if passed, this reparations plan in California would give to black residents older than age 71 $1.2 million in reparations. This reported by Fox News. But during Saturday night's meeting, an activist named Reverend Tony Pierce called out the task force for being too timid, saying that uh, the black community's not getting what it really deserves. Going back to the Civil War era and the very short lived promise of 40 acres and a mule to freed slaves, Pierce said the equivocal number from the 1860s to for 40 acres to today is $200 million for each and every African American. End quote. Dude, I don't know where you're living where an acre of land is worth five million bucks. I think you've added a couple of zeros there based on what land goes for here in the Ozarks. Either way, as I said with the title of this piece, California Dreamin', it is unworkable. And I think really the purpose behind this, as pushed by the principalities and powers behind the scenes, is to keep Americans angry at one another, keep us divided into tribes, and keep the tribes fighting with one another Because as long as we are not loving our neighbor as ourselves, we are failing to do the one thing that Jesus left us with when he departed this earth. Topic number three, Jordan Neely. Speaking of dividing us into tribes and ramping up the hatred, uh, protests in New York City following the death of a homeless man who was clearly disturbed last Monday. Jordan Neely, his name, best known as a Michael Jackson impersonator who tried to earn a living by dancing in subway Uh, stations and at Times Square, but he was acting erratically. And according to reports, threateningly on the subway in New York City last week, a uh, Marine veteran uh, has a call named Daniel Penny in trying to subdue uh, Jordan Neely, uh, put him in a chokehold, and ultimately Neely died as a result of his uh, being subdued. Now, there were other passengers besides Penny who helped subdue Neely. Uh, but it is being reported by the New York Post that Neely was um, listed on a city roster in New York of people on the streets who desperately needed help. According to the Post, this list colloquially called the Top 50 list. It's a catalog held by the city's Department of Homeless Services, which t- details which citizens are cycling in and out of homeless shelters and mental health treatment centers. Well, a handful of protesters uh, protesting, um, Neely's death being sought by police. They jumped onto subway tracks over the weekend in New York and caused service delays. This is really a good way to get yourself electrocuted the third rail. You know, we're sometimes talk about the third rail of politics, the things that you dare not say, cause it's deadly. There really is a third rail in the subway. It delivers electric power to the subway cars, touch it. And you may well be electrocuted anyway. Um, Neely's death was ruled a homicide by the city medical examiner. A grand jury expected to determine whether the Marine, 24-year-old Daniel Penny, was responsible, uh, whether he'll be criminally charged. Even though it's been ruled a homicide, it does not assign any criminal um, liability for that act. A grand jury looking into it right now... um, manhattan da alvin bragg in charge of that investigation among the considerations did neely really pose a threat to the safety of other passengers did penny use excessive force those are questions for the investigators to decide but uh, it's safe to say that those who've turned this into a political football are not dealing with all the facts that in death uh jordan neely has become much more useful to certain political groups and agendas than he did when he was alive. Um, we will point out that according to the Post's reporting, that Neely does have a history, dozens of encounters with police. For example, in June of 2021, punched a 60, uh, 65-year-old woman inside a deli. A few months later, slugged a 67-year-old woman in the East Village, breaking her nose and fracturing her orbital bone. Uh, that landed him a year in Rikers Island. So... Um, Again, uh, questions for investigators and a grand jury to decide. Um, Just pray that um, the young Marine who subdued, as with other passengers, Jordan Neely on that train, is not uh, denied justice because of the rage of the woke mob. Topic number two, heresy in Manhattan. A notoriously liberal Roman Catholic church in Manhattan is um, dividing parishioners. I mean, these are parishioners who are attending a church. They know is already very liberal in its theology. But this is a bridge too far for even some of them, as uh, St. Paul the Apostle Church in Manhattan promoting a, a display called God is Trans, A Queer Spiritual Journey. Now let's set aside the topic here and just look at the the intent of the artist, Ada Unachuku, who created the exhibit to show how faith and gender identity intersect. Quoting now from his piece, God is trans maps the queer spiritual journey by three significant points. Sacrifice, identity, and a communion. In sacrifice, parishioners are asked to shed an old life and personhood in order to be able to focus on your spiritual need. There is no devil, just past selves. That's strike one. Uh, identity is the most impactful part of the exhibition. What does holiness look like? What does your God look like? Are those two portrayals that can be merged? Um, th- that is strike two. God has revealed himself through his word. We do not get to reshape the identity, the character of God. And uh, third, communion, which rounds out the spiritual journey by placing God and the mortal on the same plane to speak to one another. This part of the installation is about a spiritual home and the ways we can achieve this home in our everyday lives, end quote. Um, strike three, we do not create a God in our own image we are created as his image bearers in this world our job is to conform to what he wants of us not the other way around coming up speaking of heresy PETA has rewritten the creation story yes PETA, people for the ethical treatment of animals um yeah it, it's about as good as you think and that's next on five and ten There is an all-out war being waged on the minds of an entire generation of today's young people. State lawmakers are now questioning how 70 foster kids can go missing. They have convinced us in the West that children are a burden. Birth rates are below replacement levels just about everywhere in the Northern Hemisphere. People would have to be utterly blind or insane not to recognize the current heartbreaking onslaught against our most vulnerable citizens, our children. Children who have been thrown up against walls and locked in closets. Children who hide under their beds in fear and whose nightmares are real. Children who have been beaten with two by fours, whipped with bicycle chains, and burned with cigarette butts. Children living in foster care are four to five times more likely to commit suicide than those who are not. An agenda to submit our current generation of children to a fate far worse than death is being carried out. I was five years old, I was doing dishes. My mom was so mad, she had picked up one of the steak knives and shoved it through my hand and just walked away. stand in the gap for these children. These are real lives. Item number one today, heresy. PETA rewrites the Bible. They've given the... and I'm taking this directly from the PETA website, by the way. I read this. If I didn't know that it was at the PETA website, I'd have thought this was parody from the Babylon Bee. No, PETA has given the book of Genesis a modern makeover. In the book PETA's version of the creation story, animals are referred to as beings rather than beasts or creatures. And plant fibers, like hemp and tobacco, are used in place of animal skins for clothing. As, and I'm quoting now, no one with any fashion or moral sense would wear animal skins in the 21st century. Except maybe for those really cool leather sneakers you've got on there. Uh, Among other new interpretations in Genesis chapter 22, Abraham travels to the land of Moriah and befriends a gentle lamb to show his reverence and respect for God's creation rather than slaughtering a ram to demonstrate his faith. Sorry, but the shedding of blood is required for the forgiveness of sins. Not my rules, God's. Another passage in chapter 21, when Abraham and Sarah, who according to the original Bible, were 190 years old respectively when they conceived their child Isaac, add to their growing family by adopting a dog named Herbie. <laughs> See what they're doing there? Herb, H-E-R-B, E. you know, as in, you know, only eating herbs. Quoting from the PETA Authorized Bible, As they walked with Herbie, Sarah and Abraham thought of the importance of adopting dogs from shelters and rescue organizations rather than purchasing them from breeders. Because, yeah, in 1800 BC, there were shelters and breeders and all over the place in ancient Canaan. Didn't you know? (sighs) This, I'm sorry, it is laughable, except that it just points to the audacity of man thinking that we can remake God according to our standards because he just doesn't live up to our levels of excellence. Bless their pointy little heads. Well... As we look at the world around us, we see One World Rising, the infrastructure for the globalists who think they're going to create heaven here on earth. What they're doing is building the infrastructure for the prophesied kingdom of Antichrist. And this is why Skywatch TV's virtual conference, One World Rising, is available for you right now. Take advantage of it. 90 days access from the time you sign up. So you haven't missed anything. It's been available for a couple of weeks now, but you haven't missed out. Sign up now at DefenderConference.com, get instant access, and as a free bonus, all six Skywatch Films documentaries at DefenderConference.com. This week on Skywatch TV, we uh, prepare for the beginning of camp season at Whispering Ponies Ranch as we work with children in the foster care system through Royal Family Kids. Teen Challenge joining us this year as well, and it's all due to your support. Tom Horn, Nita Horn, Joe Horn, the Skywatch investigative team talking about the work at Whispering Ponies Ranch and how you can be a part of it. Don't miss the program. Our broadcast schedule is online at skywatchtv.com slash channels, but you can watch online at our website, skywatchtv.com. All of our archives are there as well. You can also watch if you've got your TV hooked up to Roku or Apple TV, just add the Skywatch TV app to your set-top box, or you can go to our YouTube or Rumble channels. We're always at rumble, rumble.com slash skywatchtv and watch there. Or best of all, download our free mobile app that brings all of our video content right into your smartphone or tablet and and if you've got a smart tv as most recent tvs are you can cast the video direct to your tv with google's chromecast or apple's airplay and you also get news updates three times a week and uh, a calendar of upcoming events among other features you can also donate through the uh, app if you are so led it is free and available for ios android and amazon kindle fire phones and tablets and uh, again free We've got links to the app stores at the website, skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.